Hey, this is Jim, and you're listening to the podcast edition of the Jim Toth Show. Hear us live weekday afternoons from 1 till 3. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Diana McMillan joins me now, an RN, a PhD, uh, and a professor, associate professor at the University of Manitoba. Good afternoon, Diana. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, I appreciate you doing this because I have a lot of questions about this. And, you know, it doesn't matter how often we bring this up at this time of the year. It's a hot button topic. I've got about 40 texts in our inbox here about people, whether they like it or dislike it. Uh, So I'll just start with, uh, are there effects of daylight savings time um, when we turn the clock backs on on people? And, and I know everybody sort of has some premeditated thoughts about it doesn't work for them or their body clock, all this. What are the effects of daylight savings time? Um, well, it's uh, what, we've, what we've seen, uh, science has shown that um, it's a little harder actually to go um, to daylight saving than it is to return to standard time. So that's at least a plus for us this fall. Um, although, um, so, so we're going to be changing our clocks uh, on Sunday night at 2 a.m. and we're going to push them back to 1 o'clock. Effectively, that means that when we wake up, um, on Sunday morning, a little later on Sunday morning, um, it's going to be brighter out, right? So it will seem for some people that they've got perhaps another hour of sleep. However, what we see is that um, not everybody sleeps soundly that extra hour. And in fact, some people, um, even if it's only an hour, uh, they tend to still wake up um, at that at the same time that they did the previous you know, uh, six months, right, year. And uh, so the um, there is a bit of a sleep disturbance, and most people get over that fairly quickly um, within, you know, one, two, three days. Um, and it's usually less problematic going back to the fall time or standard time than it is moving forward to daylight saving uh, time. And that's because we have a natural circadian rhythm that tends to drift forward. And that's why it's easier for us to stay up later than it is to wake up earlier. And so this fall change, clock change, um, is more in line with our normal uh, circadian drift, which we reset every day with an alarm clock and meals and things like that. Wow. So that, I'm not off that, like I get a second wind around 8.30 or 9 and could just stay up longer, but it's getting up. That's the problem with me. So I'm the circadian drift. That's fascinating to me. That really affects yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're actually closer to 25 hours than we are to 24 and so, um, you know, we but we reset it every day with our clock and social cues and meals and things like that. And that's why it's really helpful um, as we get to this new time change to really establish and stick to, uh, you know, a, a, the same wake time and bedtime and meal times and things like that. And that'll help us to get, you know, sort of retrained or uh, to this new time. I was going to ask if there's any tips for daylight savings time, either falling back or going forward, but maybe the tips are really what you just mentioned is uh, daily year round are the tips to sort of keep you at your, your optimal when you're sleeping and also when you're up. Yeah. And um, there's some good general sleep health tips. Um, things like gearing down, uh, having a relaxing bedtime routine, um, not having a heavy meal right before bedtime. That's, that can be really hard, um, but you don't maybe want to go to bed hungry. So light snack. And I, you know, I don't mean a three course <laughs> Three-course snack there. 
Um, uh, trying to get at least seven to nine hours, if you're an adult, of uninterrupted sleep every night. And I know that uh, many, many people um, don't get that. And so we're a chronically sleep-deprived uh, population. And so that's why that little extra shift in our uh, clock times sort of often pushes people over in terms of um you know the impact on on sleep and if you're if you're uh you know 5 to 13 year old uh, you should be getting about 9 to 11 hours of sleep and for our 14 to 17 year olds they should be getting 8 to 10 hours regularly and so we know that doesn't happen in fact actually yeah. you know uh, almost half of the 16 and 17 year olds are sleep deprived. So um, it is it is a good time um, when we change our clocks to really think as a family, um, uh, you know, as a as a group um, about how we could improve our, our sleep. So in addition to um, having a regular bedtime, um, trying to fall asleep in your bed. So. Uh, rather than, you know, sort of falling asleep on the couch, uh, really try to make an effort when you actually are feeling tired, go to bed. Um, if you have a nap, limit it to 30 minutes and avoid having a nap after dinner because what you're trying to do is um, build up a, a sort of a sleepy or sleep pressure. Um, and so if you nap right before or after dinner, your that pressure to fall asleep at your regular bedtime is is low, right? So right. that's important. Um, you want a nice, quiet, dark, cool, uh, comfortable bedroom, clean sheets. Um, get those tax papers out of there. And if you have pets that are really wakening you up, you know, you may have to relocate <laughs> Fluffy out of the bedroom. Um, and uh, the other thing to, to think about, um, because we, we're really dealing with some major challenges um, during the pandemic. Uh, and so having that um, regular schedule and routine um, that for many people has really been disrupted with this pandemic. Um, you know, people are maybe not having that regular wake time and bedtime, um, trying to trying to stick to that, even if you are working from home, um, and trying to get out and getting uh, get some uh, fresh air and some sunshine, um, some regular exercise. That's really great for reducing stress, which we've seen a lot more of. Um, that's contributing to insomnia or sleep disturbances. And that um, exercise will also give us um, a healthy tired, right? So right. instead of being sort of that stress tired, uh, we'll feel a real healthy tired, and that will help us also to fall asleep. Um, the other thing to remember is that blue light, uh, which is often emitted in our tablets and cell phones and, and uh, televisions and things like this, this actually... Um, sort of suppresses our melatonin, which is a, a, a natural sort of um, sleep-inducing hormone that we have. And so we want to limit that screen time, particularly um, for the hour or two before bed. And certainly don't uh, bring your cell phone to bed if you if you can possibly, right? Right, and yeah. Noise will keep you awake, but also the light. Um, there are screens, actually, or apps rather, that you can get that will reduce that blue light, and and uh, so that is something to think about. Um, and the other thing is practicing kindness. I know it sounds like a really simple thing, and not, but 
um, we need to be kind to ourselves and to other people. And, and that will go a long way, I think, to uh, reducing our overall stress levels and, and feeling of connection. Um, yeah. Which has really suffered a lot, I think. Yeah, I think um, it has. You know. and, and I think in the pandemic, what you mentioned about exercise and all that too, I mean, normally I don't argue with science. I want to about the 30-minute nap. I like an hour one. However, I believe you, and I will uh, shorten those for sure. But these are a lot of good tips. Just before we go, um, and we only have about 30 seconds here, so any tips for this weekend, like particularly when falling back, is it just a matter of, of everything you just mentioned, or is there something specific for people at Daylight Savings Time? Uh, well, we're going to standard time, right? So right. Um, I would Sorry, say yeah. that, no, no, that's okay. Um, so actually be extra good to yourself. Wash your sheets. Um, fresh fresh sheets will help you feel um, um, uh, really relaxed. Get some exercise um, on uh, Saturday and uh, maybe even have a bath or a shower and watch what you eat. So limit that caffeine and alcohol that's and nicotine as well. Um, that will keep you awake even longer. And even though you're getting an extra hour, don't overdo it. <laughs> and so be, be alert to the fact that you might be more tired for the next couple of days and it will be much darker when you're driving home. And until there's a lot of snow, you may not see those pedestrians on your way home the right. way that you would have. Diana, so I really appreciate Oh, I'm sorry. I really appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you for doing this and enjoy your weekend. You are very welcome. Bye now.